0: Uh, Good afternoon. Today we have the opportunity to experiment with practicing metta for the difficult person. Is this okay volume-wise? Yeah, great. And I was just thinking this is actually an example of what I was sharing on Saturday night about how we can... um, take in a wholesome experience and use it to support us in turning towards and staying present for and seeing more clearly and eventually allowing to dissolve something that's difficult. So this is practicing metta towards a difficult person you could think of as the linking part of that HEAL acronym that I gave you. So we start by inviting in and establishing the experience of metta, of goodwill, the intention of goodwill in the heart and mind and then extending it to include something that's difficult and we use the images or the, the phrases that you've been using to just tune into that possibility to kind of get ourselves on the frequency of metta And then we let our attention enrich that experience and take some time to absorb it so that as far as possible, the mind and the whole energy body, if you like, is soaked and saturated with metta. And we do this by using easy people. So traditionally, it's ourselves and our benefactor or friend sometimes actually we ourselves can be the difficult person. So you can use anything that uh, I share today about the difficult person also in relation to the bits of ourselves that we find difficult. And last week I think you also did the neutral person too. So I just want to say a little bit, share some thoughts about difficult people because these have been a feature of my practice if you like <laughs> uh, and of course by this stage in the retreat we're really aware that difficult person is a concept you know, a person is already a concept and difficult difficult is an extra layer of concept that we add on to the person concept and a, a retreat like this um often offers us really good examples for practicing with. So difficult yogis are a really good way to see how the mind fabricates difficult person because these are usually people we really don't know anything about and just one or two little things can trigger a whole perception of a difficult person. So we can see how the difficult person gets created and we also have an opportunity for that to Uh, undo itself as well so the person who walks too fast or the person who walks too slow or the person who irritates you because they eat sloppily or the person who irritates you because they eat so slowly and mindfully i find that really irritating sometimes (laughs) or the teacher who talks too much or doesn't say enough yeah So, because that process is really visible, it's easier to dissolve, maybe, or at least easier to see. And at the root of it is just unpleasant Vedana, which are usually connected with thoughts about how things should be or how a person should be. And that's actually really the same case even with the most difficult people in our lives. Uh, but in those cases, clearing that perception, healing that perception, often is a really long and complex job. So when we do this practice of Metta for the Difficult Person, I recommend choosing someone who's not too difficult. Or if you want to go towards the most difficult person in your life, do so only if you feel sort of really resourced and uh Ready to go there with i I loved uh, winnie's expression last night of holy curiosity, yeah. and in any case, deconstructing the difficult person uh, is not the the first job, if you like, in our practice it's not what the first responder does in the emergency of having a difficult person experience, you know because as that arises, there's a me here who's suffering. And I think Guy, the other evening in his talk, mentioned the, the, the idea of a wall when he was talking about emptiness. And uh, on one level, we understand that the wall is empty of any intrinsic, separate self-existence. But actually, if we run into it, it hurts. You know? And that's what's happening with difficult people. And if a, if a small child runs into a wall and hurts hurts herself. You know, we don't say, can't you see that the wall is all empty, you silly child. We actually pick her up and soothe her and look after her. And that's exactly how we need to work with the mind. We so we pick up the mind, soothe it down with meta, and then we're in a better place to allow the empty spaces in this construct of difficult person just to start to reveal themselves. So one thing that can also help, I find, is to be aware of the self-judgment that arises around having ill will towards people, experiencing difficult people. You know, So when we find ourselves hijacked by ill will towards someone, we, we feel that we're a bad person or a um, a bad meditator and if we get that going then it makes it much more difficult to rest back into um, the sense of metta and just to remember that uh, we're going to experience difficult people we're going to experience ill will until we're really very far down this path because Not until the third stage of, the four stages of enlightenment do we eradicate ill will. So, um, you know, it's very normal to have difficulty with people. But we can maybe see that this is just a natural phenomenon and also uh, no self to it. This is just a condition arising in nature, so don't add the extra piece of making my ill will a personal problem. So the way that I like to practice this is to get some metta established and then sort of have set up a field of metta, including ourselves and if we like our, somebody else, our benefactor or friend as an ally there, and then to invite the difficult person into it and start sharing metta with them too. And then we can notice how the mind can be quite reluctant to do this. It's like we kind of want to punish people with our ill will for having annoyed us. Or we have this sense that if we share our metta, there's not going to be enough to go round, or it's going to get contaminated in some way. So you can just notice how delusion talks to us in the mind, And even if we we can 't because this is also an interesting exploration is the, can you actually hold the perception difficult person in the very same moment that you 're sending them meta i don 't know yeah, but so even if we we can 't do that we can 't or we find it difficult to extend meta to to this person. one thing that we can stop doing is adding to the we can refrain from adding to the to the story of difficult person in our minds. So um, Ajahn Samedo, who was my teacher, had a lot of people who came to be monks and nuns with him who had very difficult relationships with their parents, who, you know, many parents, especially when uh, meditation and dharma was less well-known and well-respected. You know, many parents were very upset that their children went off to become monks and nuns. So there were lots of people practicing with difficult relationships with parents. And he said that the best thing that we can do for our parents is to stop creating them in our minds. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that we can offer uh, a loving gesture that we can offer towards these difficult people. And then one other point maybe, and then we'll actually get on with doing some, is that I find it that it's useful to offer the metta where the difficulty is being experienced. So when we're struggling in this to turn the metta back towards ourselves, which is why I like the idea of holding ourselves and the difficult person together in a field of metta, because then you can choose where you you know you amplify the directing of directing of your matter, and move backwards and forwards between the two of them and of course strictly speaking if we're struggling and we're directing matter to ourselves then that's compassion but it's all um, the underlying essence of all of it is the same okay so maybe just before we start just Take a moment or two to choose somebody uh, to be your, to give you the gift of being your difficult person for the afternoon. <laughs> so you just close your eyes if you like and go inside and select a person. <laughs> okay, and then when you're ready, just taking your. Comfortable seat. And letting your eyes softly close or the gaze drop. Maybe by beginning, by just feeling the support of the earth underneath you. Feeling how you're held by the earth, you're held by the air around you and this breath that nourishes the body, whether we're paying attention to it or not. And if you like to, you could experiment with using some soothing touch. So, some people like to do this to place a hand on the heart or anywhere else that it feels comforting and soothing to you, to just remind yourself of a sense of warmth and goodwill towards yourself. Or even sometimes, if you have your hands on your legs or your lap, just having that intention in the way that your hands are resting or touching the body or touching one another can be really supportive in this. So beginning by just turning towards yourself with a sense of friendliness and warmth. And spending some time offering yourself the phrase is, or whatever method you've been using to uh, generate meta towards yourself. And I'll offer from time to time the traditional phrases, but please substitute anything or modify them in any way that you've been finding helpful. So, dropping your intention like a pebble into a pond. May I be safe? May I be happy? may I be healthy may I live with ease and as you drop in the word or a phrase or an intention just allowing it it's time to land and feel how it Percolates, and reverberates. And then, whenever the intention needs a refresh, just dropping in the phrase or another phrase again. You're just spending some minutes now with meta for yourself. Perhaps you might have the sense of meta radiating from the heart space through the whole energy body. Expanding into more and more corners of awareness, filling awareness. allowing whatever is arising to be held in kindness. Whenever you feel ready, you can invite your benefactor or friend to come and join you, picturing them in your mind's eye. You're feeling their presence. maybe even picturing them smiling at you and yourself smiling back. And using your words or phrases, offering metta to them too. May you be safe and protected. May you be happy. May you be healthy. live with ease. If the mind wanders, then just re-establishing the intention and beginning again. and then if and when you feel ready you can allow your benefactor to or your friend to fade into the background so they can stay there with you if you like but so let them fade into more into the background of awareness and invite begin to invite your difficult person into this space And slowly beginning to offer them your intention of goodwill, of non harming, of kindness. and you could drop your word or your phrase into the space of the heart and just let it reverberate and see what arises holding whatever arises in kindness May you too be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy and live with ease. happens if you imagine your difficult person happy how does that feel Resting in the safety of your good intention. Holding yourself and this person together in the field of metta. And going back to yourself whenever you need to. Checking in with the heart space. Noticing what's happening just now and holding whatever's arising in this intention of kindness. In kindfulness. Renewing your intention, refreshing the image of the person you're sending matter to. Refreshing the phrase, the word, the intention. for the last couple of minutes of the meditation if you like you could just thank your difficult person and your benefactor or friend and let them go and just come back to yourself and to this body and mind that's sitting here now and just holding that in kindness and goodwill No need to be any different from how you are. No need for things to be any different from how they are. Thank you for your practice. So There are a few minutes if anyone has any questions about about your meta-practice. <coughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.